everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lennon. And this is Volume Up by The Tease. So I want to be the first to say happy, happy 100th episode. Happy 100th episode to you. We've done it. We've done it. How did we do it? You know, I don't know. It was kind of like a, you know, all the things that we did in COVID Mm -hmm. and it just flew right by. But I've got to say, this is the most fun part of my week. Hmm. That's very sweet. And I feel the same. I cannot (laughs) honestly believe that it's been 100, though. And we're going to do a lot of reflection on this podcast. So bear with us, everybody. Um, And if you're not with it, sorry, we'll we'll not keep it quick because we're we're doing a lot of recapping. Um, We got sappy. I like went back through some of the episodes. Mm -hmm. Then there were some really good ones. So there were like what a privilege to be able to talk to some of the people that we've talked to. Yeah, exactly. I know we're pulling out some faves and it was fun to go back and be like, wow, we've had some awesome guests. We really have. So kudos to our amazing producer, Madeline, and to you, Jeff. To you too. Let's just keep the kudos going around. Let's. Oh, by the way, do you notice anything different about me today? I'm thrilled. Um, so again, <laughs> this is a audio medium, but for people that are watching this, maybe on our YouTube or you're seeing a clip on Instagram or TikTok, Kelly's wearing a headband. Yep. Uh, and it looks great. So I told you I would. Claps. Claps for you. Well done. Okay. Here it is. You experimented. I did. You went out on a limb and it looks good. It paid off. Thank you. All right. It's very suburban of me. It's really not. It's, <laughs> it's not looking suburban. It's not giving <laughs> suburban mom. Okay. It's giving fall hair trend. I'm a cool mom. That didn't get enough play, truthfully, <laughs> as we head into winter. So there's that. There's that. Look at you. Look at me. So there was this article out that I thought we should talk about. So mm-hmm. the the headline reads, hairstylist says mom can't accompany seven-year-old to appointment because there is a quote, no guests allowed policy. And I think that that's kind of a stretch. How about you? It gives me all the weird feels. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. I don't, hmm. I don't like this. Um, so the article, there's lots of people responding, being like, this is normal. This is what I did. Mm-hmm. As, I, as a parent of two small kids Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want my small child to be unaccompanied with a stranger because that's really what happened here in this story it's like a first time appointment with this stylist like i what no like it would (laughs) no we're not we're not doing that basically so weird that would be like an easy cancellation like here's some cash right I just can't believe that there are people that have done this before because this seems so far out of my realm of even consideration, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you knew the person right. maybe outside of the salon and like there was familiarity with them and kit, like sure, like I, I'm like, I can make some stretches. Yes. But in this specific instance, first time of like, just no, it's a no, that's not happening. No hairdressers out there. I don't like it. We don't like this policy. No. Not for kids. I doubt many have it, but we needed to bring it to the top. I Yeah, I can't imagine. Can't imagine. I can't imagine. But what I don't have to imagine, rather, is last episode, we talked with Larry Foster. Mm. He was incredible. The Vice President of Education, Compliance, and Student Services at the beloved Tricochi University of Beauty Culture. Before Tricochi University, he served as the Vice President of Empire Education Group, Commissioner for NACCAS. Larry has spent over 25 years in the beauty industry as a cosmetologist, esthetician, massage therapist, educator, and spa owner. I mean, he's done it all. He's done it all, literally. For real. (laughs) 
Uh, Dracocci University, if you're not familiar, was founded in 2004 by the beauty industry legend Mario Tracocci himself. I had the pleasure several times of meeting Mr. Tracocci. What a vision. What a visionary. Tracocci University of Beauty Culture believes success for students and associates results from people-centered culture. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tees, and send in questions to volumeup at thetees.com. We're all ears. This week, as we said, is a bit of a departure. It's a different episode mm-hmm. since it's our 100th. We couldn't possibly pick a guest for this momentous episode. We're going to talk a lot to each other, basically, and our producers. So shout out to them. Um, our producers have some plans to reflect on the past 100 episodes of Volume Up by the Tease. Stick around to hear from past guests, our favorite episodes, and more. Make sure to stay to the end of the episode to hear about our 100th episode giveaway. That's right. Giveaway. Some prizes. Boom, boom, boom. Confetti cannons, all of that stuff. Pew, pew, <laughs> sound effect. Go. But before we get there. I love it. Oh, I used your favorite transition. Oh, that was a good. That was that was good. Okay. It was good. Um, We want to talk mm-hmm. about a little article from our friends over at Vogue. Might have heard of them. Rihanna's latest hairstyle proves that she is the ultimate beauty rebel. Have you seen the new look? How do we describe the new look? Box braids in the front. Yep. Long straight hair in the back. Yes. Um, Yeah. I will say that much. And then I will ask you, what are your thoughts? You know, it is the first time I believe I've ever seen a look like that. So if we're talking about rebel status, Mm. which we know she is, she is and maintains always comes to the table with the Luke's bad gal Riri. I mean, I think that this look is proving that she is rebellious and even with her hairstyle, it's different. It's shocking, but we know her and love her to be that. This is this is all very true. I mean, I feel like we shouldn't be terribly surprised. No. She was rocking a mullet before mullets were a thing. Yeah. All of it. Like, I mean, she's been such a trendsetter in terms of hair. Um, interesting commentary on the internet outside of Vogue from communities mm-hmm. suggesting that maybe she hadn't finished her hair before leaving. I see. That it, it wasn't as intentional as mm. perhaps um, we are all giving her credit for. I can't say. Not her hairstylist. We weren't there. We were not there. No. We weren't. Um, it is a fun look. I mean, honest to God, like I'm enjoying mostly, if I can be totally honest, that she's back. Right. Like I'm here for the research, the resurgence. Um, on the re-resurgence, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, That's sharp-witted, I believe they say. <laughs> you're welcome, everybody. Um, this is what happens on the 100th episode. <laughs> I, like, I'm, I, I'm happy. I, I'm glad that she's back after baby. Not that you need to go away or come back after baby. But, I mean, it's nice to see her again. And still rebel status. Yes. Post, yes. free, and all of it. It will make me watch the Super Bowl this year. Same. If only to see her. For sure. Um. The reason that she's back, though, mm-hmm. is as regards our next story, which is Black Panther colon Wakanda Forever. She's got two new songs on the soundtrack. The first one is a real sad ballad that really hits me in my feelings. Oh, what is that called, that song? Because I love that. I just heard the song. Lift Me Up. Yes, the ballad. Love it. It's great. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about Black Panther. Wakanda forever, shall we? Um, lots of stories out about the hairstyles within the movie. Do you want to give us a taste of what people are talking about? Yeah. So in the first movie, we know that they stuck to more of a tribal look, mm-hmm. right? And this time they're pivoting, yes, tribal inspiration from the warriors who are part of Jabari. 
so they branched out a bit into different cultures, different influences, and it's really interesting. Very cool. Very much into it. I haven't seen the movie yet, full disclosure. Plan to. Mm-hmm. Still feeling weird about movie theaters. Mostly I've got small kids. Huh. It's hard to get to one. That's true. But I will get there eventually. But all of the promo footage, all of the trailers, all of the photo stills of the hairstyles are incredible. So shout out to Camille Friend, who's done the hair for this film. Um, as you said, lots of inspo from lots of different cultures. There's definite like pan-African vibes, which I'm into, mm-hmm. but it's also super modern and futuristic beautiful to see other things that are beautiful to see mm-hmm. our lovely website thetease.com it's lovely let's get into it let's talk about what's trending on our site the editorial team has been hard at work this week on covering industry news looking into trends and diving into brands you don't know but should and here are some of our favorite headlines from thetease.com this week it's fitting this is our 100th episode and we're talking about something that is a hundred year span mm-hmm. uh, the first article is a brief 100-year history of Iranian women's hair. People all around the world continue to protest after the tragic death of a young woman who died in the hands of Iran's morality police for showing just a sliver of hair. This 22-year-old's name was Masha Amini. At this current moment, we're witnessing a revolution for women's rights in Iran, one that is started by hair. There are many historical events that led up to Iranian women not being able to show their hair in the present day. But to get a clear picture of that, one would have to revisit the last hundred years of Iranian women's hair trends. Head to thetees.com to do just that. Shout out to Nusha Flore for the story. All right, Kelly, are you keeping up on what's happening in Iran? It's real heavy, real heavy. Yeah, it's super heavy and it's happening day over day over day. Just the protests and the, I mean, I think it's, obviously nationwide right now. And I know that they're calling on the outside world to help. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot going on in Iran. And this was a really interesting piece because, you know, your first thought is, but why can't they show their hair? Right. Mm -hmm. And so to look back a hundred years and look at the history and the reasoning behind it for me was very insightful. For sure. No, such a good story. Um, And yeah, it talks a lot about conversations that we've had all along in this podcast in terms of like what happens with hair and it's playing out in geopolitics. Mm -hmm. So love that story on tease.com. Go and check it out. Uh, Something a little bit lighter fare. Um, Look, we are not naive to this. It's gift guide season Mm -hmm. and we've got a good one on the site. This one is called environmentally conscious hair products that should be on everyone's holiday list. As the holiday season approaches, or I mean, honestly, it's here. You may have begun feeling the pressure to start buying. Guilty, for sure. Guilty. Me. It's me. Mm -hmm. Well, this can be stressful. It doesn't have to be. Whether you have a hair pro or enthusiast in your life, or you're simply looking for new products for yourself, I feel like that's always what happens with me. Anyway, um, head to thetees.com to see some great hair gifts for the environmentally conscious. So on this list, I've got zero need for it. But... It was a little bit of an eye candy situation, and I'm into the Room Shop Zero Waste Scrunchies. Kelly, on this list... Oh, no, same. (laughs) Same. Why not? I mean, you've got a headband on. They're amazing. You could get a huge scrunchie. I love them. I think they're amazing, and honestly, it made me stop in my tracks like, what? Yeah, what is this? That's a scrunch. That is an enormous... That's a giant scrunchie. Yes, and again, scrap fabric, zero waste. We'd love to see it. Love it. Love it. Maybe I'll buy a bow or a hair ribbon for the next time. For the next one. Mm -hmm. We'd love love that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Next up on thetease.com, 
JPMS is coming for your scalp mm. with its new Clean Beauty Scalp Care Collection. We love it. That is a great headline. The term clean beauty seems to be the phrase on everyone's lips these days. Now more than ever, pros and consumers alike are taking an active interest in the ingredients being used to formulate their hair care products. That's why John Paul Mitchell Systems' latest clean hair offerings couldn't have come at a better time. Adding on to its already beloved clean beauty line, Paul Mitchell introduced an all-new three-part collection, the Clean Beauty Scalp Care System, consisting of a shampoo, conditioner, Therapy drops. Mm. This clean scalp line is focused on allowing stylists to create a routine that addresses their clients' various scalp concerns, whether it's dandruff, oil control, or sensitivity. Head to thetees.com to learn more about these new products. Kelly, are you game? Are you going to get into the scalp care of it all? I love scalp care. I feel like <laughs> we've talked about this. And I, it's such an interesting, you know, people don't think that the, the follicles on your head are like the pores on your face, right? They need to be clean. They need to be all of the things so that our hair can grow and be healthy. So I think it's great. And the team at Paul Mitchell, they're always innovating, literally month over month, innovation after innovation. So kudos. I'm going to check it out. Honest to God. Why not? I'm especially into the drops. <laughs> Let's give it a go. Yeah. I mean, you could put anything in like a little bottle for me and I'm going to like Some drops. I'll try it. Mm-hmm. I'll try it. <laughs> As always, so much going on at thetees.com. Thank you to our hardworking editors. We are proud to publish stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Okay. To start our hundredth episode recap, we are going to talk about our top 10 favorite episodes that we have done. We'll both have a chance to say five. And I went back in the archives and I love my five. I wonder if we have any the same and we're going to get into it right now. So Jeffrey, You start us off. What were your top five pods in season one? Okay. The last hundred episodes. The last hundred. Um, This was really tough. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about this at the top. There were so many incredible guests. I feel really, really fortunate to have had some of the conversations that I had. The one that I'm, I mean, I feel like everybody knows this. Mm. If you listen to that episode, I was fangirling all over the place. It's Frederick (laughs) Aspiris. Totally. Lady Gaga's longtime hairstylist, like number one, top, 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 once in a lifetime. I'm a little monster. Etc. What can you say? Mm-hmm. Like he's an icon. Total. That's number one. Number two. This is a deep cut. Ooh. This was like one of our first few episodes. Okay. And it's the foot nanny Gloria Williams. If you go back, I think I was giggling like out of control <laughs> in that episode. Um, she was so funny, so smart. She was awesome. Long time pedicurist. Yeah. Pedicure pro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Longtime foot nanny, we'll just say. We'll just put it out there. All right. That's how the brand came to be. To Oprah. Oprah. I mean, big, big, big deal. She's got her own salon spaces all over California. I've yet to be. Now that I'm in NorCal, I probably can't get to her. Oh. It's a bummer, but she's great. That episode was like Agree. burned into my <laughs> brain. I love it so much. Um, Three mm. for me, Tabitha Coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Tabitha Takeover, like for all the the Bravo heads out there, like this was a big deal. Um, I'm certainly one of those people. She's an icon too. What a like cool opportunity. That was a get. And, you know, she was serious too. She didn't break from character or that's just her vibe. That's apparently, apparently so. It was, again, (laughs) like one of those like pinch me moments um, Mm -hmm. that I just like, what? How do we do that? So good. Number four for me, uh, Mickey Wright. Mm -hmm. We've talked to her a couple of times on this podcast, but the episode in particular that sticks out for me in terms of favorite was when we were talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and the call 
for racial justice post the murder of George Floyd. Yeah. I just felt like that episode in particular was really, really incredible. Um, and I'm just so glad that we got to have that convo with her. Um, that one's like one that gives me goosebumps. I loved that. Um, and the number five for me was Nubia Rezo. Okay. Again, I just like, we had like hit after hit after hit, like icons. Seriously. Legends. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh my God, that that whole convo. Same thing. I'm like listening back to it, thinking about how silly I was because <laughs> she was such a big deal. Um, and so smart, so funny. So those are my top five. What about you? Wow. I mean, those are, that's a great five. And I would, you know, now that you see them aloud, I concur with your top five. We did not have any similar. No overlap? So, no. My number one was, this is, again, because of my intense fangirling, was Allie Webb. Oh, yeah. From the Dry Bar. The founder, I have followed her story uh, from the first Dry Bar to her selling of the Dry Bar and her new ventures. So, Mm -hmm. that was a moment for me personally. That was a get, for sure. Total get. The next up was Ted Gibson because Ted Gibson. Ted Gibson. Because Ted Gibson. And he is a charming, charming man. And his stories are wonderful. And you can see why celebrities choose his chair and his technique because he's mm-hmm. amazing. Next up, Sam Via. I mean, a classic veteran in the industry. I had personally never had a one-on-one conversation with him. And just the ease the calmness, his spirit, his generosity, you know, the things that he's always putting an immense amount of effort into bettering this industry. Mm-hmm. And that is a number one for me as well. So I love talking to Sam Via. Next up, John Paul Mitchell Systems, Michaeline DeJoria and Jason Yates. So, I mean, that was also a total get. I believe we talked about Winnie Harlow and there being the new spokesperson for Paul Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And again, as I mentioned at the top of the pod, I mean, there's just constant evolution and reimagining of products and formulations and with a focus on sustainability in the planet. So mm-hmm. their brand is multi, multi, multi-dimensional. So love talking with those two incredibly brilliant people. And then the last one for me was Shane Wolf, the global president of L'Oreal Professional. He and I just vibed. And maybe it's because he lives with his husband on a farm on the East Coast. He travels into New York. And he also sent me the most lovely gift, which is now one of my top five things, which is a True Dawn candle, the Sancti de Sancti. Mm. And it smells like moss in an old church in England. And I love it. Ooh. I'm going to send you a candle. Ooh. I bought the diffusers, the candles, you name it. So Shane, thank you for that discovery. That is my top five. Wow. I mean, we are so, I just like, <laughs> we're lucky as hell. Totally. Industry icons, legends, like trailblazers, all of the above. We got them. We got them. We did it. And more. I mean, this is just like a smattering. But like, yes. It's a deep bench. Deep bench. We obviously picked these 10, but have loved making every episode, especially with the producers here mm-hmm. um, and our audio engineer. Shout out to the team. Um, head to the show notes to find all of these episodes and more. And part of what makes this pod so special is getting to talk to a range of people all over the industry that we love so much. Salam Pro Industry. Just like all of these people. Um, oh, gosh. There's going to be a video. Ooh. Um, here we go. 
Hey guys, it's Bernetta Ashley, Edgy D Girl, and I just wanted to come on and say congratulations to Kelly and Jeffrey for your 100th episode of the Volume Up by the Tease. You guys are inspiring each and every one of us every time you do a podcast, and we are so excited, and I could not be more thrilled that you guys are celebrating your 100th episode. So keep doing them. I can't wait to see what's next in store for you all, but congratulations. Hey guys, this is Maribel. And this is Jessica. We wanted to get on here to congratulate you guys, Volume Up by the Tees, on your 100th episode. Thank you to Kelly and Jeffrey. You guys are amazing. Thank you for having us on your 75th episode. You guys are awesome. What's that? I just heard it's your 100th episode. Congratulations to the Volume Up by Tees and Kelly and Jeffrey. Hi, Kelly and Jeffrey. It's Mickey Wright with Beauty Superstars, and I am here to wish you a huge congratulations on your 100th episode of Volume Up by the Tees. Super great work. Keep it up. Love you. Bye-bye. Oh, congratulations to the Volume Up by the Tees. 100 episodes? <laughs> Whoa, that is a big-ass deal. We did it. Congrats, you guys. I'm really proud of you. Why, hello, it's me, Grega, yes. from Grega LA, yes. friend of the pod. I just want to say congratulations to Volume Up by the Tease to Jeffrey and Kelly. Congrats on your amazing podcast that you both host. And thank you so much for having me on there and giving other people opportunity to tell their story as well. So you two are awesome and congrats again. Happy 100 episodes to Volume Up by the Tease and cheers to Kelly and Jeffrey. Here's to another 100 more. Hey, it's Monet Everett. Major congratulations to Volume Up by the Tees, along with Kelly and Jeffrey. May you have many more amazing episodes. Oh, my God. Congratulations to Volume Up by the Tees, along with Kelly and Jeffrey. <laughs> hey, guys, the hair saint here. Yes. I just wanted to get on here and send a huge congratulations to the Volume Up team by the Tees. And, of course, to Kelly and Jeffrey. See you in 2023. Jeffrey, Kelly, congrats on 100 episodes, and I can't wait for many more episodes of Volume Up by the Tees. Hi, this is Frederick S. Spears, and I want to say congratulations to Volume Up by the Tees, along with Kelly and Jeffrey, on 100 episodes. Keep those amazing topics and stories of the beauty industry coming. Holy shit. That's amazing. Oh, how special is that? Oh, well, that was a surprise. I'm going to replay it and replay it. That was a very nice treat. That was amazing. God. Oh, let me just soak that in for a second. I was going to say, we're going to get emotional. Mm -hmm. That was great. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Madeline and Monica, for making that happen. Thank you. Oh, so great. That was very Thank sweet. you to everyone. And thanks to everybody. Yes. Jesus. Thanks to everyone who submitted a video. Um, you can find all those previous guests' Instagrams tagged in the show notes because that's how awesome our producers are. Um, we highly recommend giving them a follow. And that was so... I'm just... I'm forclumped. Hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so good and go back and listen to those episodes because those are some really incredible conversations uh that was so incredibly sweet Whew. uh okay well there's more uh we said there was going to be more the recapping is not over next up our producers had us put together a list of the top 10 things that we've learned over these past 100 episodes whether they're funny quips important industry knowledge we're here for all of it I'm going to do five. Kelly's going to do five. Um, Kelly, I want you to kick us off. Okay. What are things that you've learned? Yeah. You know, this was really hard because I think there were so many things that I learned from each individual guest in all of the different, mm -hmm. you know, facets of the industry from, you know, nail technicians to estheticians, to product founders, to 
CEOs, stylists, barbers, all of the things. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to kick it off with mine. The first one is, and I think our video just showed that our incredible surprise. Again, how connected and loving our industry is. That's really not something that's shocking to me, but the generosity and the genuine commitment that each of these 100 100 plus individuals have had and are having on the industry is so it's so profound. And I think this industry is just beautiful. Um, second is the inclusivity in, in our world, right? Mm. Hairdressers, again, reiterating my love for the industry, certainly, because all of those individuals, again, ladder up to the collective good that we are moving forward with in our industry. The next one is we need to break the stigma. So Larry Foster of Dracocha University, we heard from him on the last pod. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that this is a a soapbox that I'm going to stand on and shout from the rooftop, but being part of the industry. And there are so many different things that you can get involved with in the salon professional space. And I think it's time that we collectively, again, shout that from the rooftops because we love our industry. Mm -hmm. Um, Next one up is a funny one. So I did not know that Jeff has a very visceral reaction to things like Vaseline, slugging any sort of textured product and putting it on your face. That was hilarious to me. And anytime I think about those episodes, it makes me LOL. (laughs) Um, I've got two more, even though (laughs) that'd be five and six, but you know, I don't like to follow the rules. That There is space for everyone in this industry. So, (laughs) you know, talking with a lead stylist from Hair Cuttery or JCPenney Salon, an independent creator, a salon renter, a salon owner, a product creator... Again, it kind of ladders up to my number one and two, right? There's a theme here. Mm-hmm. And the last one, again, this is going back to a product, but talking with the L'Oreal team and creating some of their new product innovation, specifically the Metal Detox program um, and process and, and, and category, that was really interesting because I had never personally thought about metals in your hair and how they vary by regions of the country and the world. It makes total sense. It makes total sense. I'm with you on that one. Like that one blows my mind still because like what of course of course but like it takes an expert to break it down for you for you to and that's why i love this the opportunity that this industry presents right again from scientists to stylists to inventors Mm -hmm. to ceos there is a place for everyone and all are welcome that is a topic that i think wove through all of our guests throughout the year I'd like to think so. Yeah. Um, I feel like mine are not as profound. Um, so I'm going to start <laughs> with a petty one. Um, something that I learned, uh, which is that even after a hundred episodes of doing this, I hate listening to myself. Mm. Um, there's literally nothing worse in terms of getting into my ears. Um, and that's not gone away. So that was a surprise. No. I've, I've learned it doesn't stop gang. Um, <laughs> so if you don't like listening to me, imagine it's much more. It's worse for, for you. Me. It's worse. It's it's worse. Uh, trust me. Um, so similar to what you had to say in terms of like surprises, I have been shocked upon all of our conversations um, at just like how many different entry points there are yeah. into the mm-hmm. salon professional industry. Like, I think a lot of people tend to think of the story of, oh, well, I always knew that I wanted to do hair. Yeah. Um, but that's not the case for our podcast guests. Like, mm-hmm. as you said, it's you know, scientists, it's entrepreneurs, it's outcasts, it's people that always knew, like, it's all of the above. Um, And I just think that that's been such a like refreshing, cool insight um, into what this industry actually is, Mm -hmm. versus what people think that it is. Um, I definitely learned after like some pretty sensitive conversations about 
the relationship between stylist and client mm-hmm. specifically regarding mental health and domestic violence in a way that I like never would have thought about if I hadn't had those conversations. Yeah. Um, so like my combo with Suzanne post um, and the work that she's been doing in Tennessee has like stuck with me, you know, however many episodes later um, I just like such a appreciation for that dynamic um, and the power, honestly, that that stylists have in terms of like being able to transform people's lives in like a million different ways. Yeah. So that's been something that like rattles around in my brain. And then one that's like kind of sad almost is how taxing it can be for hairstylists and other beauty pros to market themselves via social media. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked a lot about, you know, the pressures that people have to like keep up and to innovate and to you know, with all of the algorithm changes, like what to do. Um, and I certainly don't envy that. And it's been hard. Like we've had some tough combos with people about the pressures that they feel to like keep content going so that I I wouldn't have had that appreciation, I think, before, you know, all of these combos. Uh, and the last one, I'll go on something light. A combo that I had with Dr. Leah mm-hmm. about <laughs> skincare, where she basically was just like, if you're doing more than three steps, you're doing it wrong. Um, and so I'd like to think like on my laziest day, if I'm like one, <laughs> two, three, like I'm, I'm good according to a doc. So that made me feel good. That just validated your whole entire lack of, or exactly. We don't need a Kim K yeah. mm. eight, 12, whatever step. I'm seeing this one ad about who is it? Liv Tyler and tw- something insane. So That's a lot. no, we don't need that. We don't. We need three. According to Dr. Leah, mm-hmm. listen to that episode. <laughs> Suck with me. All right. Those were good. They were all good. I think we could go on for a hundred hours indeed with all the things that we have learned since we started this pod. And I can't wait to learn hundreds of more things in the future with the one and only Jeffrey Lennon. And with Kelly Ellers. Um, (laughs) I can't wait. This is going to be really exciting. We got cool things ahead for season two. It's probably not going to be 100 episodes because we're going to get better about that. Um, Tons of guests. uh, And yeah, one thing that we've asked a couple of people is this next question. What is your personal dream hair or beauty product that's not yet available? Ooh. And apparently, I'm told, based on these show notes that we're looking at, that there's a video with some people replying. So let's, let's see that. Let's hear it. My dream hair product that does not exist yet is a clean volume texture spray that works really well in fine hair. Mm. Hello, could you sum up my roots? But it, it would not have synthetic fragrance or strong herbal essential oils either. Hmm. So that's Laura Ellers from Laura's Natural Life. Mm-hmm. She has quite the following on the socials and she is a clean beauty enthusiast. And mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. And I, but I, I feel like I might be surprised that there isn't something out there like that. That's the shocking thing. Yeah. No natural, clean beauty hair care company has come out with a fragrance, non synthetic, fragrance free texturizing spray. All right, she better get after it then. Her fine hair. That's the... Her fine hair. Which, you know, let's get into that. All right. Somebody should get on that insight and make a product. So if I could invent one product out there, I would have to invent something called... I would like to call it the magic wand. Mm. And what the magic wand is, you could literally just sprinkle it over your hair and your hair would instantly be washed. 
I know for many of us, wash day is like a long day for us, especially for us hairstylists that have to do our own hair. So if there was one thing I could create, it would be the magic wand. I would literally just wand it across the top of my head and my hair would instantly be done. I love it. Yeah. Now she's thinking. She's really, yeah. I mean, Brenetta, <laughs> shout out. That's genius. Um, she's the best. I wish it could happen. I wish it could happen for everybody. I want that for me. Same. I mean, her hair is absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, if it takes a lot of time to do your own hair and then you're focusing on your clients as well, that's a quick fix. So we'll be on the lookout for that one. (laughs) (laughs) I would want something that takes away the struggle of parting my own hair. So maybe an on finger adjustable parting tool, but in the color pink, because that is not available yet. So, all right. She's getting after it with the brand endorsement because I believe that indeed she did create a product very similar, but maybe the pink colorway is coming soon. We'd love to see it. Um, Make it happen. Get in there. Let's see it. My dream product or something for the industry, it's not necessarily a product, but I wish was invented. Someone should do this is basically a way to screen the perfect ideal client for each stylist Mm. like you would take a questionnaire and it would do the work for you so you didn't have to screen your clients it would be like you put the favorite kind of things you like personality types and see if it meshes well and it does it all for you ahead of time so then you're always getting your dream clients and doing the work you want to do so that would be really cool if someone invented something like that Super smart, right? It's like get into it, Greta. Personality testing, but for your clients. Yeah, where are our tech girlies? Like, let's get yeah. some coding together and make this happen already. Let's get some codes. I'd be into it. I'd l- I would take a survey. I'd want to be matched. Me too, because I think it's like you know sometimes if you're matched with a stylist or a new stylist, you're like are our vibes like completely off. Like mm-hmm. you would never do hot rollers and big voluminous hair. Um, And I would want the stylist that is kind of catching my vibe and I'm sure Mm -hmm. they're vice versa, right? Mm -hmm. Make it Mm -hmm. all easier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think we should create a brush with um, gel, like you can put gel and water all together. I don't know, spray everything. So in one slick, you know, and then your hair is like sick, you know, done. (laughs) Boom. All right. I mean, let's let's get fanciful here. Why not? Let's make it happen. Uh, sure. Hey, what's up, Bobby Weather Tees? This is Frederick Gasparis. So my personal hair beauty product that has not come out yet, uh, besides vitamins, a machine that will make your hair grow faster. This is mine. Or grow back. That's mine. That's what I want. Yes. I'll take it. Yep. All of it. Like that's as soon as my dad, I was talking about wash day, mm-hmm. like the magic, I, I would want it to grow hair and then I could get rid of it just as quickly right. as it grows. Like, like that's, the, we're not talking years. Like we're no. talking yeah, like, hours. Boom, like, boom, here we go. He's onto something. I love it too. Can somebody get into that one too? <laughs> All these new ideas. <laughs> my personal dream beauty item is a, hair machine that you walk into and it totally styles your hair on its own makes you look amazing and keeps your hair super healthy and shiny i mean we've got that for nails right who knows it might be in the works (laughs) you should check out that story if you haven't there are nail robots um and to mixed reviews Mm -hmm. so to monet's point we would want this to make you actually look good yeah um we've seen the like robots that cut guys hair I I just the styling 
yeah, if it could work, I'd be into it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Who knows? In 20 years, we'll look back and she predicted the future. Isn't that like the Jetsons? Am I making this up? I feel like that's very much like a... It's like they put the thing on. Yep. Like... And then they... And there we are. There we are. So after long hours in the salon, me and Jessica have decided our dream product would have to be... Odorless perm. Yes. Please come out with one. (laughs) Thanks, guys. They're so cute. I love that too. But you know, I love the smell of a perm solution, but I'm also not standing around it all day. That's right. Yeah, I was going to say, mm-hmm. like on the occasion that you're, around, yeah, I'm sure it's getting not, a yeah. perm. <laughs> it's, yeah. that, And if you're doing it all the time, um, that's like, are you, do you like the smell of gasoline? Yes, indeed. Same, do you? Same. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the 101, maybe the 101st thing yeah. that I know about, you know. <laughs> maybe we should make perm smell similar to gasoline <laughs> i don't think that would I thought maybe that's what i help their problem <laughs> that's great hi this is mickey wright with beauty superstars and what would my dream product be hmm i think it would be something like a big bubble that you could sleep in and it's super comfortable and when you wake up your hair looks just like it did when you went to bed Oh, now she's channeling her inner Kim K with, you know, just lying in bed and not moving. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not realistic. But I like the hair bubble. It's great. Yeah. I'm I'm into this like futurism stuff that we're talking about. Like we're really like tech, tech can do it for us, gang. (laughs) It can do it. I want that. One of my dream hair product will be a waterproof hairspray. That would be fun. Interesting. We have waterproof cameras. We need one. Wow. I've never thought about that before. I, I was going to say, like, I feel like this whole time has been like, oh, oh yeah, we should, huh. we should have that. Shouldn't we? We should have that. But you're right. Mm-hmm. That one I think could probably actually happen. There's somebody out there that definitely maybe a listener mm-hmm. could take it to the R&D team. My dream beauty product that doesn't exist yet is bleach that can lighten Asian hair in five minutes and not damage it. Wow. That's got to be able to be done as well. Come on, brands. Listen up out there. Somebody get into it. An ultra fast, safe lightener. Safe, safe, safe. Now that we know some of our guests' answers, the question is for you. If you could have a personal dream hair slash beauty product that's not available right now, what would it be? Would you just steal one of theirs? I would totally steal a Frederick Asparis, his, because, (laughs) you know, I want more hair. I want it to grow faster. Mm -hmm. I want it to be full. And I know there are some great companies out there with supplements and, you know, particular devices. But for me, I just don't think we've hit the one yet that I would feel comfortable using. So for sure, it's that. Yeah, I'm with him. What about you? It's lame as hell, but I'm I'm also with Frederick <laughs> for very different reasons. I just I'm one of the, you know this about me. Mm-hmm. People listening don't. I like long or I like short, mm-hmm. and I don't like the in between. The in between, especially curly. Mm-hmm. I won't say that I've got fine hair. It's not as thick as others. I've come to that realization, and I just don't <laughs> like the way that it looks in between. Mm-hmm. It's like it gives yeah. poodle. It gives poodle. I don't want that for myself. But if I could like magic right. have long hair again i'd be thrilled 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 so yeah he's onto something for the record i like you with your long curly hair as well but i don't know based on that if we'll ever see it again it's not in the cards mm. not until that invention so All frederick right. 
Hop Spoken on it. Spoken it into existence. Let's put some Lady <laughs> Gaga money behind that. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so Jeff, that is a wrap on the 100th episode. But before you go, make sure you head over to thetease.com where we have our 100th episode giveaway. Without you, the listeners, all that we do would not be possible. We thank each and every one of our guests, along with those of you who tune in week after week for some fun tease swag. Head on over to the link in our show notes and apply for our giveaway at thetease.com. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease and sending questions to volume up at thetease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode, the hundredth, was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode and that theme song. Come on, it's new. We love it. We love everything about our hundredth, and we're looking forward to 101.